0: Win game four, facing elimination. They win game five, facing elimination. And the Celtics have taken their talents and the series back to South Beach. Game six on Saturday night. The final score, Boston
1: 110, Miami 97. Here's the 1-1. Hit to third, up off Clark, And the Red Raiders have walked it off. Texas Tech wins it. A three-run, bottom of the ninth. Final score, Texas Tech 10, and Oklahoma It's T.J.'s fault. Oh, man, gut punch. What a game last night. Texas Tech 10-9 win. That means we've got Bedlam for the sixth time this year tonight. In all likelihood, the Sooners will face their former buddy, Ben Abram, again tonight. Uh OSU emptied the barrels to get that win yesterday. Uh, they threw both Nolan McLean and Jerron Watts Brown at West Virginia. So probably Abram tonight for OSU. TJ, if you would, please tell me who's starting tonight for Oklahoma.
2: Um I was I was going to ask you that question a little huh. later, so I would, well, like, I, you I, I would like I would like somebody to tell me <laughs> because here's what I honestly thought last night. When he brought Braxton in and he got through that eighth, I thought he was going to come back with someone else. Braxton would, you know, it was almost like a bullpen session for him, and then he would go Saturday. You'd hold the lead, you'd close out that game, and then he starts Saturday still. So, I, I don't know at this point. I really don't. He ended up going a lot more pitches than I thought in that ninth, and so... It's not going to be Douthit. No, it's not. No, I know that. But that's what I'm saying. I don't know who it will be now at this point. I I wouldn't know if they got to Saturday who it would be at this point. Let's talk
1: about that move for a second. Okay. Surprising move. Kind of like Jamie hit was surprising in game one. Did not expect to see Braxton Douthit out of the bullpen last night. Through three batters, it looked like it was going to be genius. I was like, dadgum skip, did it again. He inherits trouble in the eighth and immediately gets two outs to end it. Inherited trouble and two balls. Yeah. He came in in a 2-0 count. For a guy count. that's had
2: a problem walking people, he came in on a
1: 2-0 count, yeah. He goes bam, bam, then gets a strikeout to end the inning. He comes out and opens the ninth against Gavin Cash and gets him to roll over on a ground ball. And you're like, I mean, what a mad genius. Even after some trouble ensues, he battles back from three oh to strike out Maxie, who's having an incredible night for the second out of the inning, and it still looks like he's gonna get out of it. And then you know. I mean, give Tech apart, some credit. I mean we're gonna we're gonna play what should have happened here, but you also you gotta give Tech some credit. Like Braxton Dalton is not a bad pitcher and he's he's you, to to get four consecutive hits with two outs in the bottom of the ninth is just clutch you know I don't care if it's you up there TJ that was clutch you would think somebody would pop hey. one up or roll over one or whatever the case hey. may be but four straight guys I mean they, Nolan Hester could have gone to the plate 15 times last night he would have got a hit all 15 yeah, times seemed like it. one of that out.
2: night one of those nights
1: yeah and uh and and they did it so I don't know I guess we could criticize whether they should have brought Douthit in he he said in the post game you know Skip said listen I I was going for the win if if we win last night we get today off we can rest all of our pitching and we're golden for Saturday and so he was empty in the tank I mean he was going for it and it didn't work so now they got to figure out what to do today so here are the options as I see them okay Option one, same game plan as Wednesday. Start Atwood. Carter Campbell's had time to rest now. He's available. Um Jamie Hit, probably available. He threw I don't know, forty some pitches maybe? Maybe fifty. Uh same game plan as you used to beat Oklahoma State by on Wednesday, try it again. Option Two How about Cale Davis against the cowboys?
2: You know, I had thought about it uh, you know this morning on the way in, so i i i'm not I, I don't hate that I don't hate that at all. Oh man, it would be an incredible story if he could go out there and give you something and But it's such a gamble because of where his head's at. And then you put him out there, and it doesn't go well against former team. I mean, I don't know what to do with him at this point. That's the scary thing. We've had this discussion about him the other day about uh, Wednesday's game. I I just don't know mentally where he's at and the, the line you're walking there.
1: Yeah, I don't know either. Last time we saw him was in Spokane, and it didn't go well. Right. Uh, he has pitched once against OSU this year, and that didn't go well at all. That was in uh, Stillwater. It is a great story. The, You know, that part of me – absolutely drools over the idea of Ben Abram versus Cale Davis (laughs) (laughs) in an elimination game in the Big 12 tournament. It's
2: it's tremendous drama going into it, absolutely. Uh, I
1: mean, I guess you could start him and have Atwood hot in the bullpen, right? I mean, if he comes out and he can't throw strikes, then you immediately go to someone else. Here's a guy that you know can give you distance if he's on, and I'm sure he'd be fired up. Uh, you could start Carter Campbell. If you feel better about him and want to get off to a good start, maybe you you give him the first two or three innings. Um, Gray Harrison has started several games for you this year. Last couple have been sideways. I wouldn't say I trust him any more than Cale Davis right now, but he's a guy who has been in in spots starting. Uh, Will Karsten pitched last night but not an overly large amount of pitches and obviously he has started games for you this year jamie hit could start you could go back to him and and maybe not throw a ton of innings with him but he could start so i've laid out maybe you've thought of another option what which one of those do you like or others i i don't
2: I like Carter Campbell for a big chunk of this game, but I don't know that I like starting him. Mm -hmm. I don't mind if it's even one guy, first inning, that's all you're looking for out of him, and then Carter goes second, third, fourth, whatever it may be. So I think he's going to play a big part in tonight. I I think I like the Davis situation
1: it's too it's too good of a story it's too line, good it? of a
2: story if it clicks for him man who knows what that could do for you going forward and if it doesn't then you know you're not going to use him going forward if you're lucky enough to get that bid on on monday so i think i like that angle and like i said if you can if it's just one solid inning and then you say well all right well maybe it's two solid innings well maybe it's three But if it's just that one and maybe there's some stuff that he just works through and it's not a perfect, pretty first inning, and then, like I said, you go to to Carter or Karsten or whoever it may be and they give you two, three, four solid innings and then you kind of see what you can piece together there. So I, I don't know that I hate that. Because, man, if you could get it to click for him, he's a guy that could really help you going forward. I don't think he'll do it. I don't think so either. It's just it, – it's too movie-esque storyline for us, and well, that's what's part of it. It's, it's romantic baseball storyline for us. Is, and, and Skip is. can't look at it that way.
1: No. Uh, and and the, with that being said, I have been surprised twice already here. <laughs>
2: that's exactly right. In Arlington. Last so night was not surprising. It was shocking.
1: So – He may surprise me again and go with Kale Davis today. I think Skip's M.O. and track record is when you get this time of year, he's going with the horses that he trusts to throw strikes. And I don't think he trusts Kale Davis right now. Now, at some point here in Arlington, he may not have any more options. If they are able to win and keep playing Mm -hmm. and might have to play two games on Saturday, at some point he's going to have to give the baseball to somebody he doesn't quite fully trust to throw strikes. But I don't know that we're there yet. I think, I think he – my guess is he dials up the game one strategy again and say, hey, we won. Carson Atwood has started two games in this building and pitched well both times. He did it against this team two days ago. I'm going to try it again. I think he goes Atwood to get it going and, and obviously Carter Campbell at some point, maybe even Jamie hit again. And tries to piece it together. You could definitely throw Will Karsten again in some capacity tonight. That's my guess. The scary side of that is Oklahoma State also just saw them all. I was so, gonna say they just saw every one of those guys. They've got a feel for for you know what they got, what mm-hmm. they throw, and everything. And uh, we'll see. Um, this is the the bad thing about Oklahoma's draw here is. They are going to play a third game against the best two lineups in this league. You know, Texas couldn't hit for squat down here the last couple of days. Not that there aren't some other teams that can put some runs on the board, but even West Virginia, as good of a year as they have, doesn't have anywhere near the scary lineup that OSU and Texas Tech have. And Oklahoma's going to play a third straight game against these two lineups. Um so that's a little bit unfortunate, but it is what it is. You got to you gotta go try to win it now. So my guess is Atwood. If it's Cale Davis, I will grin and very much look forward to tonight. And Godspeed, young man, what an incredible story that would be and how much fun if we've got Abram versus Davis in an elimination game in the Big 12 tournament. Uh, but who knows, maybe he's got something up else up his sleeve tonight. That, that guy's been doing this for a long time and is one of the best in the business for a reason. And last night just didn't work out, man. I don't even mind it. Now I look back and it didn't work out, and I still am like, well, listen, you got to gamble sometimes. You, and it was a it was a well-thought-out move, and it just didn't work out. And I think you could go back to Douthit again, just not today. Like tomorrow, if they get to tomorrow.
2: Oh, he's think, definitely throwing tomorrow. I think yeah. Douthit
1: could start one of those two games yeah. for you. Yeah, I just th- not I, today. I, without a doubt, I think that happens.
2: And, and you're right. And this, I don't mind the gamble either. I, I could – I say this in hindsight. I could, you could feel it in that ninth, and I was like, man, get him out of there, Skip. So, but – he had gotten the two outs, like you said. He had kind of worked through it and got that second out, and you thought, all right, well, he can finish this off. But um, that was a lot of gambling last night. Spike gambled in the first inning, cost yep. you a run. Spike uh, gambled again, got you a run later yep. in the game. Spike gambled again, uh, took a fly ball away from Bryce Madden. Did you that, see that highlight? Uh, I, well, I was, I was still watching the TV at that point. I hadn't just gone straight radio at that point.
1: So, What was the camera focused in on? On the fly ball, were they showing Madrin or Spikerman? They were showing uh, Madrin, and then Spike comes out of the corner out of nowhere like
2: (laughs) Spider Man, (laughs) and it's like, Whoa! Like, what just happened? And so then on the replay, obviously, you know, they pull back at a different angle, and you could see it a bit differently, but um, I didn't know what had happened at first. I thought it was gone. I thought it was gone, or they had collided, and then they're both standing, and then I'm like, Oh, he's got the ball. I didn't think
1: either of them had the ball at first. (laughs) So what a, like I thought it, it was a grand slam <laughs> Oh, uh, Texan front when it left the bat. Madrin's going back. I'm focused on Madrin. Everybody in the building is focused on Madrin. Then it looks like maybe he's going to have room. Maybe he's going to be able to make a leaping catch at the wall. And then, like, Spikerman was dropped out of the rafters. Like, <laughs> I didn't even see him. Where did he come from? And he comes flying in front of Bryce Madrin and intercepts the ball. It was like he was
2: like in the air, like uh, flying through with his glove. Yahoo! And then he just spins and kind of
1: slaps him with the glove. And Madron's face is like, yes. "What are you doing, dude? Madrin's where did like, you come where, from?" What are, and Spike did not even like celebrate. Or anything, he's just like got this look on his face, like I'm a bad man. Did you see that play I just made? That's <laughs> what he told him. He goes, "Did you see what I just did? I just, I just got on Sports Center
2: and you did not." Uh, but I put he, you there. He ran a mile and a half to get that ball. <laughs> he, uh, someone has the perfect text here on the Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line. It says Spikerman went Kelly Leak from the bad news fairs. That is exactly what he did when, uh, when he tells him, like I don't care where it's hit, you go catch it.
1: He's the best center fielder I've ever seen in college baseball.
2: He's pretty incredible. In fact, uh, as he was doing that, I said, man, I look forward to him doing it on that field for about another decade. (laughs) (laughs) Just stay right there in that building. You like it, (laughs) don't you, Spike? I'll I'll take him right there in center
1: field for another decade and a half, whatever it is. All right, well, bottom of the hour, I have a thorough bubble breakdown for you, Teach. Because that's the question of the day, really. Uh, Other than who's pitching tonight. Does OU have to win this game tonight to get in? I'm going to give you a good, solid, thorough evaluation of where they stand. Coming up at 7.30. We'll be back.
0: The T-Row in the Morning Show is brought to you every day by the Riverwind Casino and Hotel. OKC's number one gaming destination, the one for entertainment, the one for games, the one for fun. Riverwind Casino, simply the best. Yeah! Yeah!
2: Welcome back, T Row in the Morning Show. We are faking the enthusiasm today, but we're trying. We're trying. I just It's pre- a great
1: day to be alive.
2: It is a great day to be an Oklahoma sooner. I'm still in the Red Raiders line. Or no, that's not Red hey, Raiders. Hey listen, line. everybody
0: stay positive out there. Thanks, what,
2: what, uh, that's not a red Raider line. What, one of the play by play guys or color analysts. Uh, for that in
1: West Virginia. West Virginia. Well, they to be a Mountaineer. They both that's do it. Right. Texas right. Tech and West Virginia both. Okay. Uh, okay. Tony Caridi says it when West Virginia wins a that's game. That's right. It is a great day to be a Mountaineer wherever you may be. <laughs> and when Texas Tech wins a baseball game. Hacks will say, and that's the final out. And his partner Jamie Litt, will, Lint that's will say, "That's who it is." Yeah, it's a great dear to be, a great day to be a Red Raider. So, that's the two places. You need to steal that. This hour
2: brought to you by Black Thunder <laughs> Roofing, locally operated out of Norman and Edmond, serving the whole area. I don't ever China, say anything UConn, silly <laughs> or with enthusiasm. You <laughs> never, you never, uh, you never do that. BlackThunderRoofing.com, 405-473-8028. A uh, one-stop shop contractor. They do it all for you. And Angie's List Superior Service Award winner. Boy, did you get that picture? Our friend Kevin showed up today, the fig farmer, and brought us some what? fig bacon, fig tenderloin. Didn't I send it to you? I thought I You sent it did, to but you. Oh, I it. didn't know that's
1: where it came yeah,
2: from. Yeah, man. Kevin stopped by, uh, so it's in the freezer in for you. In person? In person. He uh, just left a little while ago.
1: And, I uh, cannot thank wait you to, him. to try fig bacon, man. This is gonna be great. <laughs> this is gonna be good stuff.
2: Uh, but yeah, seriously, for him to to get up and he's traveling into town today to to go just to just one package and, of bacon. No, you've got a you've got a honey sriracha tenderloin there, and a couple of packages of bacon each. So nice. Yeah.
1: Hey, put that thing in the fridge for so, me, and don't let anybody take it. They're in the freezer. Okay, good. rest
2: good, good. of the uh, station, those are, I'm, I'll obviously take mine today. The ones I leave in there are Toby's. You know, we've had steaks in that freezer before, and they disappeared, and it became big drama at this
1: station. Okay, do Don't steal Toby's bacon. Don't put my name on it. Uh, put Luann's name on it. Nobody would that, steal something for Luanne.
2: That'll definitely scare them off. If it, yeah. uh, maybe who takes it? She'll, she's one of the few that gets in the actual freezer here. There's not really a, much need, but she keeps mm. her own personal ice back there. And so she may get in for ice and say, ooh, some uh, applewood bacon. <laughs> Take that home. <laughs> uh, but thank you to Kevin. And, uh, uh, thanks, Kevin. Very, by.
1: very nice of you. Yes, yes. Very nice of you.
2: Uh, Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line. Uh, that's a little mean for tech fans. I'll skip that one. Lubbock, Missouri, LSU. Worst fan bases I've personally witnessed. No particular order.
1: Okay. Like, I like it. Like, I'm not, I'm not even complaining necessarily. I'm just trying to accurately describe tech fans. I look forward to going to Lubbock. Especially for baseball, because they are so into it. You know, I'm not, I'm not even, like Texas Tech baseball fans are the closest thing to what we're going to see in the SEC in this conference for how passionate they are about their team. You know, Oklahoma State's up there too, but Texas Tech is, I, I'm, not, I'm not hating on them, they are vile a lot of times and have creative language and way into it but sign me up for it I'd much rather play Texas Tech in that than go to Kansas you know for for baseball or something like that so I'm not here to criticize like I good on them for loving baseball that much I think it's cool just You know, be warned if you're bringing your child to the game. They're (laughs) going to hear some things.
2: Your child's going to learn some things. Mm -hmm. Uh, Morning from Shake and Bake. The pastors in Lubbock probably get batteries thrown at them. (laughs) 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 Maybe they're the ones throwing the batteries. That's where (laughs) the people learn it from. Uh, Porter Moser's biggest fan. I always like when this person texts in. He's always very positive. So let's this is.
1: Is he gonna rip on Skippy? Uh, is he the one that
2: calls him Skippy? I wasted good sleep watching that circus last night. We don't have anyone else that can catch a fly ball or throw over to the first. Good job, bozo, the lead clown. Uh, bench him. It's not like he's hitting 300. Skippy wanted to go fishing this weekend anyway. There, there it is. Yeah, yeah. Uh, hey, didn't I tell this dude to quit listening to our show? <laughs> Just
1: lost. Uh,
2: but surely he's not an OU fan, right? No, he's not. No, an OU he's fan. not. Uh, no. I like uh, Kendall didn't say he wasted sleep, but he called during that last time out during the break to let me know that they had. Uh, I think he said a friend's graduation something last night that they were at, so he avoided the game, recorded it. Oh no. Went back. Didn't start it till after ten o'clock. Oh, and he no. said, "I was sitting there at one something in the morning and seeing that ninth inning." And I said, "Oh, I stayed up." For oh this. no, that's <laughs> terrible. So he was up past one
1: a.m. Uh, that's one of those things as it's unfolding, though. You're sitting there looking at the <laughs> clock and knowing the going to alarm... be worth it. Or... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know when the alarm's going off this morning, and you're like, "If they pull this thing out, it's gonna be a short night." But I'm gonna be buzzing tomorrow, man. Like it's You know there's no in-between. This is either going to be great or awful if they blow it. And uh, here we are. Here we are. Uh,
2: (laughs) Good morning, fellas. Toby, you're definitely running on fumes. Uh, Talking about Nicholas, he just said, The drop up the pop. Hang in there guys beat the pokes you did say that, but I didn't point it out uh earlier. drop up the pop <laughs>
1: you, on the show this morning the, or on the, the show this morning you said
2: oh. uh when he- uh, when uh the drop up he popped and then you kept going with your point oh and with I, the <laughs> I meant to say the pop up
1: he dropped yes. yeah yeah <laughs> it's, early. it's early folks <laughs> I'm sorry uh sometimes that happens on highlights and I don't know it until I hear it back I mean not that exact phrasing but I'll make a mistake or, or mix up some words or something like that. And, um, you know, and then the highlights come out afterwards and I'm watching the video or whatever and I I hear it and I'm like, dadgummit, you idiot. What, how does that even happen? Like, your brain just has a fart right there in the middle of a home run call?
2: Uh, the Oakland A's broadcaster is shaking his head yes right now. Well, yeah. Golly. <laughs> you baseball wow blow that game Mr. Nicholas terrible performance last night you need to be on the bench your left pitcher
1: on nine too long bad coach coach T go sooner softball i mean what's wrong with people you think he meant to drop those balls you think he like why would anybody what if i'm being honest and he made up for it in a number of different ways
2: later in the game not Jackson i was more irritated at Spike last night in that first inning than i probably was uh Jackson I was irritated at Jackson because of the runs that kept mounting. You kept two runs, three runs, then the fourth run, and I'm like, "Oh man, totally changed the complexion of this game." that was irritating to me. But getting that first out, and I know that's how they are. I know they, they could gamble. have had a three or
1: four run. That first that
2: was building to a three or four yeah. run first inning, and I realize that's what he is. He's about speed. He's about putting pressure on people. I'm making him make the play of the proper throw and the tag. I get all that, but. No outs. It's different even with one out in that situation. I probably wouldn't have been in mad. No outs. Stay at third, man. You were building something there. so
1: It's a bad decision for exactly what you said. There's nobody, nobody out. out. right? It's not worth the risk. You're going to score here yes. 90% chance. However, it's if, he's, the- if he's safe from second base on a wild pitch – like right out of the gate, you're like, We are coming at you tonight, baby. Right, right. And and he's John Spikerman and
2: And he made like, up for it later in the game. He he had another one where he scored on a, a situation where he had heads up running on the bases and then the the catch that we talked about earlier. But man. when he's rounding third,
1: like out of the corner of my eye, I see him coming around third mm-hmm. and the catcher's kind of lollygagging after the ball. Yep. I'm grinning. I'm like holy cow look at this he's coming home and then he was out and I'm with you I'm like Ed Gilman, I wish he had stayed at third uh, base and he
2: wasn't out by much it was, I you know that was a hair
1: I of the thought he was underneath chin-chin.
2: it. I thought he might have been underneath it on the replay I don't you know
1: tie uh you know at the worst though but man they but if you think back to last year like that happens to him from time to time like you're right that could have been a 3 or 4 run first if mm-hmm. if Nicholas doesn't drop the pop up there's three or four less runs tech gets i mean that oh, OU could have won that game easily but they had guys in that run last year like thrown out at third base that had you going I had remember when Clayvahan Hook got all that criticism in the college world series and right yeah but it's, it's, it's how who built. they are it's how they're built and it's, it's... exactly what they're they, they did later in the game they were taking extra bases in it and it worked out and they they running all over the catcher and you can't change who you are they're gonna stay after it tonight man they, they better like they don't hit home runs there's nobody gonna hit in all likelihood a three-run bomb for this team they that is how they hurt you is by scaring you with how aggressive they are in the bases and it just didn't work out in that situation. And
2: I love it as a as a fan. No, it reminds me of so much of how some teams played, you know, back when we were younger and stuff and you don't see it a lot anymore. Um the bunt that um uh, McKenzie laid down last night, like you said double steals and it's it's so much fun. And Nicholas, Jack, it was Jackson. Oh, it was Jackson, that's right. It was Jackson. Yeah. yeah. So um but yeah, uh, probably uh, fuming wise, I was probably more mad at Spike last night than I was Jackson
1: dropping the pop. Off, well, even though that both was were. a conscious decision that didn't work out. <laughs> Nicholas is having some issues, you know. Right. You're like, yeah, I didn't, I wasn't mad at Jackson. I'm not mad at Jackson. I was sick for him. I, I was, was just, yeah. Oh wow, my, I want to vomit. Yeah. Like, oh, you know, he's angry and embarrassed and saying, what is going on? I've caught a million pop-ups in my life. Why all of a sudden can I not catch a pop-up? And I thought in the bottom of the ninth, I was like, there's only one way this game can end, right? Like, (laughs) We're going to have a pop-up to second base. (laughs) No, 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 no. no. And collectively, everybody in the building, including Jackson Nicholas, is going to be holding his breath here. But unfortunately, that's not the way it ended. So, Okay. Are they in or out right now? I got a breakdown for you next. Back up to this. Hey.
0: The REF Radio <laughs> Sports Network is powered statewide by the insurance adjusters at Brown O'Haver. Fire, wind, theft, or tornado, we can help. Call 405 735 5510.
1: All right, welcome back. What do you think, Teach? Yesterday you said 90%. They lose last night a <laughs> heartbreaker. Oh, you in or out? How you feeling today? Uh, I
2: said uh, last night, like, great, they're out. But that's I the told emotion, you that's different after the, a loss. That's how the emotions swing. Um, I am now flip of a coin
1: 50 50 you're 50 50 it's been a uh, question yesterday down. was even if they lose the next two you think they're 90 percent in <laughs> right <laughs> one <laughs> loss and you're back to 50 50 that's exactly right um no nah, probably not
2: dropping it that much i'm still about i'll lean 55 in
1: i'm more positive they're in than not so what i mean that's even if they lose today yes yes 55 percent they're in yeah Okay, so here's the sitch. So far, things are going pretty well if you're on the bubble, which OU is. Mark Etheridge, uh, one of the D1 baseball guys, wrote an article late last night about the bubble situation as of last night. Uh, In their latest projection, which they're putting out an updated projection every day during tournament week, and yesterday afternoon after – the Bedlam win, OU was in and no longer in the last four in. Like, they had moved up into, you know, I don't want to say comfortable, but more comfortable. They were a three-seed in Fayetteville. Um, And so far, it's a soft bubble, and things are going well. Uh, He does a great job in this article breaking down, you know, how many bubble teams there are for how many spots most years. For example, uh, last season, uh, there were 13 teams on the bubble for five spots. 2021, there were 21 bubble teams for 11 spots. 2019, 15 bubble teams for eight spots. And his point is this year, here's how soft the bubble is. There's really only 12 bubble teams right now for eight spots. So that's a high percentage of those bubble teams are getting in. Now, there will be bids stolen. And so if a bid gets stolen, then that's 12 bubble teams for seven spots. And if another one, then 12 for six, so forth and so on. But right now, 12 bubble teams for eight spots. And this is before the OU Texas Tech game. He has Texas Tech one of those 12 teams. I think they are undoubtedly in now, in my opinion. So I would update that and say 11 bubble teams for seven spots, I think. But we don't have a stolen bid out there. There are a couple of conferences where it could happen. For example, the uh, six conferences where, like in the American, East Carolina's getting in. And if they don't win their conference tournament, then that's going to be a stolen bid. East Carolina's lost a game, but they're still alive. So they've won a game, too. They're still there. I mean, we'll see. They've, They've lost a game, so it's possible we have a stolen bid in that conference. Same thing in the Big East. If Connecticut doesn't win, then there's going to be a stolen bid. And Connecticut has lost a game, but they're still alive. Big South, same for Campbell. Campbell has not lost yet. They're doing good. CAA, same for Northeastern. Northeastern has not lost a game yet. They're doing good. Dallas Baptist, Conference USA, has not lost a game. They're looking good. Uh, Indiana State, Missouri Valley, they have lost a game. They're 1-1, I believe. No, 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 they're 2-0. They're looking good. So, that's what I mean. So far in those leagues, a couple of them have lost a game, but none of them have been eliminated and the others are all winner's bracket 2-0 and and sitting pretty right now. There's a couple of other leagues, like the Big Ten who's got three teams that are going to get in for sure. But if somebody else happens to win that conference tournament, a bid's going to disappear. Maryland, Indiana, and Iowa are all getting in and right now all of them are winning. So the Big Ten's looking good. So The bubble is looking about as good, as friendly for OU, as it could right now. Now, how do they compare to the other 11 teams on the bubble vying for seven spots? Well, one of those is Notre Dame. Uh, Notre Dame, uh, Notre Dame lost their first game to Pitt, and they haven't played their second game yet. It'll be today. So, all right, that works out. NC State won their first game, lost their second one. There's several bubble teams that have done that. Kansas State one and one. OU one and one. UC Irvine one and one. Oregon and Arizona State. Oregon's actually two and zero. They're looking good. Arizona State one and one. Arizona, I think, is two and zero. Let me update them. Arizona won their first game, won their second game, so they're looking good. Um, Xavier, another team on the bubble that's having a, a good tourney so far. So it's, it's tight. I mean, the bottom line is it's tight. Oklahoma's metrics are all still good. Their RPI dropped a bit last night. They're at 40 this morning. I would prefer they stay in the 30s, but they're not going to unless they win today. They're going to be 40-something if they don't win today but all the other stuff strength of schedule quad one road wins rpi all good enough to get in this is going to come down to how many bids are stolen and is there somebody in that room who just absolutely hates where they finished in the big 12 and if that's the case and they're a good, not going to overcome that then. they're a good you know swayer of opinions they're in trouble but Fifty five percent is what you said. I'd say sixty. I I'm I I think even if they lose today, they got a better chance than not of getting in because it's just such a strong resume. But you can't control what you can't control. And if some upsets happen out enough upsets happen out there, there's just simply not going to be enough spots for everyone. And Oklahoma is one of those teams that may miss out by a hair. A win today, lock it up. Done deal. They're in. A loss today, get you some Maylocks or Pepto or whatever you prefer because it is going to be hold your breath on Monday.
2: (sighs) You didn't make me feel any better.
1: Well, the four consecutive two-out bottom of the ninth (laughs) hits is what didn't make you feel better. That's what didn't make me feel better. I'm just spitting facts at you. I know, I know. Um, They are fortunate that it is such a soft bubble this year. That's given them a chance. Yeah. And the win over Oklahoma State has really, in here, has really boosted their chances. You can't let... One game, win or loss this late in the season, make you feel like it's more important than it is. Like it's still just one out of 56 or 57 or something like that. So last night's loss hurt, but it was a loss to a really good team on a neutral site. It's not a crusher, but one more would would seal the deal. Let's not
2: have Kansas win this thing on Sunday either.
1: No, that's a bid. Stolen if they do. But Kansas beating Kansas State? would help today well that would help today but then have i them- don't think they're beating tcu twice and then winning a championship not with game. the way tcu's scoring and hitting the ball right now i think i'm rooting for kansas today to beat kansas state because that's a team you're
0: you're jockeying with here break time we'll be back it's all right. it's all right. this is the ref sports radio network
2: council Toby and TJ, this hour brought to you by Black Thunder Roofing. Blackthunderroofing.com, located out of Norman and Edmond, local roofers. Not somebody flying in here out of state trying to take your money and scam you for their shingles. They're going to be around helping you. Through, uh the bad times. <laughs> Super service award winner four Scam times for you your shingles. Uh Black Thunder Roofing dot com. Four oh five four seven three eighty twenty eight. You don't want to get scammed by shingles. Mm-mm. I don't want any do shingles. I gotta get a shot them. when yeah. I turn yeah. fifty, yeah. Yeah. Been seeing the commercials for that. It's funny the commercials I'll pay attention to like uh, when you turn 50, I'm like, ooh, I got to see know. about this. Uh, There's a
1: lot of stuff we got to do coming up in the <laughs> next year.
2: Colonoscopy, I got to yeah. do. I got to do the shingle shot. I <laughs> got to uh, apply for my uh, discount at Luby's. I got a lot of things to do here. I'm up letting soon. you
1: get the shingle shot first, though. I don't trust anything, <laughs> anybody. I don't know if it's
0: tested. I don't know. Might
1: give me shingles, Fraud.
0: I
2: know. Uh, <laughs> Meyer Chevrolet Text Line. Uh, took Clark out when he wasn't hitting, so give Jackson a break, too. DH, a good idea. I've felt for a month to give uh, Insgov a few innings at second. I can't ever say that guy's name. Ingskov. Ingskov. Um uh, didn't, uh, didn't work him in earlier, so now it's under big pressure, but do
1: it. It might. So you could play uh, Diego there. He's played second base before. You, Wally could play anywhere if you wanted to. You know, put Rocco in the lineup at first, McKenzie at third, Wallace at second. I'm sure McKenzie could play second if you wanted to do that. So there are options. I do not think it's wise to take Nicholas's bat out of the lineup because this is the best he has swung the bat all year right now uh, if you want to DH him. Or you just, you know... I don't know, man. He's such a he's such an important piece important. to your program the last two years that you just don't want to destroy his confidence. And if you think taking him out of the lineup is going to do that, and maybe he's mentally tough enough to get out there and practice a million pop-ups today and he's fine. I don't know, but I'm sure it's under consideration. What's crazy is
2: how confident I was in them – defensively on that infield with what they had going into the year and well sure
1: with him let's be honest like they made some incredible plays last night oh without a doubt like the both double plays they turned were big time double plays in big moments too uh and that play at third (sighs) the outfield catch by spike i mean but you know all you remember is is that one inning and there was a bad throw in there, too. It wasn't just the pop-up. He airmailed uh, the uh, first out of the inning. That's true. Uh, yeah. Threw that one away. Uh, let's see here. I don't think you bench
2: him at this point. If I'm struggling to catch pop-ups, I'm probably using two hands. DHing him probably crushes his confidence at the plate, too. Maybe. Yeah, yeah, I
1: was. I went a little league coach there, too.
2: Two hands! C- come on!
1: I mean, they got a better feel for that than we do, but we'll see. I'll be eager to see when the lineup comes out today. All right, break time. We'll be back. I'm in Ireland.